0: All right, let's try this again. So everybody in the last live stream was saying it wasn't working well. So I'm going to go ahead and start again here. And I'm reading from Second Chronicles 2, well, 2 Chronicles 20. The entirety of the chapter I'm going to read. So 2 Chronicles 20. Okay, reading from 2 Chronicles 20. I'm going to flip the camera. Now, I don't think you're going to be able to see it, but at least you can kind of follow along uh, a little bit. Okay, so 2 Chronicles to, or 2 Chronicles 20. 2 Chronicles 20. It goes like this. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Mennonites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It's already in Hazazon uh, Tamar. Okay? Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Okay, so let me just stop here. So I'm going to explain this story, okay, about King Jehoshaphat. Thank you guys for tuning in. Apologize for the first one if it didn't work. Hopefully this one works if it doesn't then we'll have to just, uh, save it and tune in later. Okay. But hopefully you guys will be able to hear me and see me and hear what I'm saying. And so hopefully it's working now. Uh, but what I wanted to share with you. So I've been in prayer today, been inquiring of the Lord and he brought me to second Chronicles, uh, 20 chapter 20. Okay. And thank you Sunday. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, Glad, glad we're connected and I wanna hear all about, by the way, uh, we need to catch up Sunday, so let's do that, okay? Um, okay, so this is from, again, 2 Chronicles 20 and what's happening here is the Moabites, the Ammonites. I don't, sometimes I botch the names a little bit. Uh, all these three armies are coming together and the three armies are coming together to wage war on Judah. And the king of Judah at this particular time Okay. His name is Jehoshaphat. Okay. Now here's the deal about this. Okay. Three armies are coming to attack. They outnumber the people of Judah and the people are honestly, the the people are fearful because they're like, these three armies are going to come. They outnumber us. And they had an opportunity, by the way, when they were coming into the promised land, they could have taken out these armies, but that wasn't done at that time. they, they did not take out these armies because they were not instructed to do so. And so they left the armies and now it's, it's, it's seeming like they're coming to, it's coming to bite them, right? And so what the king does is he, he stood up in an assembly and at the temple and he's, he's calling the people to a fast, okay? This is important, to a fast. And so continuing on in, in verse 5, it says this, okay? It says, Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over kingdoms and nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you, our God. Did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in a sanctuary for your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or the plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So think about this, okay? They're they're being challenged by three armies coming together against the people of God. Okay, uh, the king has heard of this and is concerned. The people are fearful. They're concerned. The king calls a fast, okay, and then assembles the people of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple and then starts declaring the word of the Lord, literally saying, Lord, our ancestors, you gave us this land. You took us into the promised land. Think about this, okay? You took us into the promised land. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. Think about this, okay? Now, let's think about the United States of America. Our ancestors de- de- declared and decreed that this land were to be, was to be given to the Lord. This is your land, Lord. Okay? And a, and a covenant was made over the United States of America. Okay? Think about this, right? And now there's three armies. Think about it. We got Russia, China, We got, um, you know, the deep state players and actors and the globalists, the one world government people, all these wicked people. And we think, oh my gosh, our institutions are corrupt, whether it be the court system, whether it be the voting system, uh, serious voter integrity issues. The people of God, the remnant here in America, are feeling similar. Think about this. Feeling similar to how King Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah and, and Jerusalem felt. They felt like they were outnumbered. They felt like, uh, how can we win this? These three armies are coming together. It seems like we're encircled by our enemies. Think about it. You got Hollywood. You got the elites. Okay, you got all these different people that are teamed up, the media, okay, that are teamed up against the people of God. And and the righteous remnant or the ecclesia or the church or whatever you want to call this group, which is the real body of Christ, those that are willing to stand for the full armor, you know, the following up here. Uh, you know, the people that are willing to stand for for the entirety of the word of God, the remnant, the ecclesia, the body, the, the true people of God. We're looking at this situation that we're in very parallel, okay, very parallel in nature. And we're saying, Lord, how can we possibly win three armies that are coming at us? Okay, how can we win the deep state actors? How can we beat... You know, the globalists, how can we beat the enemies of, of America, the enemies of the church, those that wish to silence us, those that wish to, wish to call biblical Christianity hate speech, you know, the, the spirit of Antichrist, all of this that's coming together. The battle that we're dealing with right now is one of light versus darkness. Okay? So very, very interesting. And then they call a fast. Now, we're, we're calling another fast, and we're going to fast minimum of 20 more days here. And it's going to be a Daniel fast, and I'm going to put out information of what a Daniel fast is. And by the way, my, my friend Gilad and uh, Radiant Israel, they're also uh, involved in a fast. They're calling their fast the Breakthrough Fast. And basically, we're, we're coming in alignment together as two different ministries, but I think many are going to join this in agreement for this fast that we're going to declare and decree that the Lord is going to move on our behalf. Now, that's why the rest of this story is extremely important, okay? So I'm going to, I'm going to continue on here. Okay, and it, and it says, um, they have lived in it, meaning the land. I'm, I'm continuing in verse uh, chapter 20, verse 8. They've lived in it. They've built in a sanctuary to your name. And then verse 9, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague of famine, or plague or famine, by the way, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. Come on. Come on, come on, okay? So, so the deal is, okay, calamities come, right? We're de- are we not dealing with a plague right now? Are we not dealing with judgment? Well, yeah, probably, right? Okay, and, and, and then we're calling upon the name of the Lord. We're crying out in our distress. And the word says, you will hear us and save us. You will hear us and save us, okay? Continuing in verse 10, it says, But now, here are men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt, so they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession, okay, that you gave us as an inheritance? Oh God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do but our eyes are on you, all men of Judah with their wives and children in Littlewood stood before the Lord, okay, this is the deal. They stood before the Lord and they called upon the name of the Lord. Now I've been saying, we've got to call upon the name of the Lord, we've got to fast, we've got to intercede, we've got to cry out and we're declaring, we're decreeing, Lord, you've given us this nation, okay, this nation was dedicated to you, the founders of this nation, believed in life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. They believed in unalienable rights, which were rights that were not given by government. They were given by God. This land has been dedicated to the Lord. Okay. And we, when we built houses of worship and houses of prayer and, and yes, there's some fake churches and yes, there's some compromised churches and yes, there's some people that are off but there's also this righteous remnant of people of God that are standing, that believe in the Lord, that are calling upon his name, okay? Now, here's the thing. Let's continue this on because it's very important that you get this this revelation here, okay? Then the spirit of the Lord came on Janazel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benani. I know these names are horrible. The son of Jael and the son of Matania, I'm probably botching every one of these, a Levite and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. Now, here's what he said. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz." And you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jurel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position. Stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord that he will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go and face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Woo! Come on. Come on. Are you here? Are you getting this right now? So this man has this vision. Okay? He has this vision. And the vision that he has is basically the Lord, okay, is giving him this vision. And he's saying, listen, king, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Come on. Okay, so here's the thing. He's telling them, look, you got to go. You got to show up. You got to stand firm. Okay, you got to believe but remember, this battle is not yours to fight. So here's the thing. Did they sit back and do nothing? No. They stood. They had to stand up. So they had to go out there, and the, and the three armies had come together. Think about this. Three different vast armies had come together, and it, there was no way in the natural that this would have been won, okay? But the people of God, and, and they were upset because they're like, we could have destroyed these guys before, but we didn't. We, we could not because we were instructed not to. And so now here we are. Now they're coming to take this land that was an inheritance. This is the promised land. And yet what what in the world, God? How are you allowing these this vast army to come? So the people are discouraged. They're fearful. They're afraid. They're like, what is going to happen here? But then this man gets a word as the leader, King Jehoshaphat, calls a fast, brings the people to the temple. And they start calling upon the name of the Lord. And then what happens is there's a fast, and the fat out of the fast, this man gets this word, and the word, we gotta hear it again, because it's so good. Listen, he says, King Jehoshaphat, all that live in Judea, or Judah, and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. This word is to us. I want you to hear this. This is the word of the Lord. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast, I'm gonna put, uh, you know, a thought in your mind, this deep state army, okay? Don't be afraid of the deep state army. Don't be afraid of the enemies of God, okay? He said, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Come on, tomorrow, now here's the thing, they're being active, they're activated, they don't just sit in their house and do nothing. They're activated, so they say, tomorrow, march down against them. Walking in faith, you're gonna march down against them. They will be climbing up by this pass, and you know they tell them where to find them, right? And then it says, you will will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions though. Take up your positions. Stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord that he's gonna give you Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord is gonna be with you. Woo! I don't know if you guys are getting this or not. I'm, I'm fired up, okay? I'm fired up because the Lord sent me to this scripture in my prayer time today. And I was like, Lord, I don't even know what you're trying to show me here. And then there, the revelation started coming because we're calling this fast. We're going to fast for a minimum of 20 days, maybe more. It's going to be a Daniel fast. And you say, why are we going back into fasting? Well, because something's only through prayer and fasting. And we've gone this far with the Psalm 64 decree. And it makes absolute sense because we're starting to see breakthrough. And the Lord is moving on our behalf. But he wants us to show up in our positions being ready to fight the three armies. Okay, so we're ready. We're, we're going to get in position, but the thing is the word of the Lord, okay, we've been continuing to say is complete victory for the righteous remnant. Hallelujah. Okay, tomorrow march down against them. They'll be climbing up. Here's where they're going to be. Okay, you're going to find them here, but you will not have to fight this battle. Listen, 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 get this. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord. Hallelujah, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. The Lord will be with you. Now I'm gonna continue on here. I think you guys are getting this right now. In verse 18, Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites uh, from the Kohenites and the Koranites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Now, here's the deal. They're going to face the giants. They're going to face the three armies. The word of the Lord is complete victory. The word of the Lord is, look, I've given you this promised land. I've given you this land. I'm not going to let you lose it, even though it looks like you're going up against a very viable enemy. And it seems impossible. But here's the word of the Lord. I'm with you. I'm going to fight this battle. All you've got to do is show up and believe. So what do these, these people do? What do they do? Check this out. They start praising the Lord in the middle of their trial, they start praising the Lord in the middle of their test. They're not growing weary and doing good. They're not getting discouraged. They're not saying, oh me, I'm defeated. That's it. It's Here come these armies. If they would have allowed the fear, if they would have allowed the discouragement, if they would allow what looked like in the natural to take a hold and, and that would have paralyzed them, They wouldn't have got this victory, but they understood that they were fighting from a place of victory. Hallelujah. They were fighting from a place of victory. They understood the Lord had already given them this promised land. And so this was going to be, look, so what did they start to do in faith? Oh my God. There's so much here. There's so much here in faith. They started praising and worshiping the Lord. Woo. In faith. Not because the battle had already been won, but because they heard the word of the Lord. They heard the word of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm just like, man, I'm fired up here, okay? So early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tokah. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Here we go. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. Come on. Verse 21, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out ahead of the army, saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Woo! I'm telling you guys, there's something here that we got to get right now. There's something here that we got to get right now. So they received the word of the Lord, which was complete victory before the battle was fought. They said, okay, it's established. The Lord has given us this territory. We've got the victory. Okay, he gets the word. He says, listen, I'm going to be with you. God is going to go before you. He's going to fight the battle. All you got to do is stand. You got to stand. You got to stand. Do the fast. Start praising and calling the name of the Lord. Calling upon him, praising him, worshiping him into the battle. So right now in this battle, if we take hold of this concept and start understanding. Okay, I'm going to read the word of the Lord again because it's so important that we get this, okay? Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all that live in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. This is for us right now, too. This is the word of the Lord, remember? Okay, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march against them. They will be climbing. You know, they show them where they are. You will not have to fight this battle. Take your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord that he will give you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Guys, here we go, okay? This is it. Now, I'm going I'm to continue on now, going down here um, to verse 24. We're in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 24. It says, When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, Oh my goodness, are you ready for this? <laughs> Woo, are you ready for this? All they saw was dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry, the, uh, went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them great amount of equipment and clothing and articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. Okay, on the fourth day, they assembled in the, in the valley of Berakah where they praise the Lord, this is why they call it the Valley of Barakah on this day. Okay, so, so here's the deal, here's the deal. They go to fight this vast army, the three armies that had come together, but what happened? There was confusion in the enemy's camp, and the enemy started fighting one another. And so by the time they were done destroying each other, the people of Israel, the people of Judah, of Jerusalem, did not have to fight. They didn't lose one single person. The battle belonged to the Lord. We, we operate from a place of victory. Now, hopefully I'm making sense. Okay, hopefully I'm making sense. And, and, and what you guys are, you're hearing this and you're understanding what I'm saying. Okay, but let me just break it down in a nutshell here. Okay, they had the three armies that came together. They thought they were outnumbered. They started feeling defeated. They started feeling down. They started feeling scared. Then the the king calls them to the temple. They declare a fast. A man gets a word. The word is you're going to have complete victory that God is with you, that you're not going to lose. The people receive the word of the Lord. They receive the word of the Lord. Think about this, okay? Once they receive the word of the Lord, that's it. They walk in that anointing. They walk in that breakthrough. Now, it didn't mean that it happened yet in the natural. It didn't happen yet in the natural. This is where we are right now. This is where we are right now. The word of the Lord is complete victory. He's calling upon his righteous remnant. He's telling us to move. Hallelujah. He's telling us to stand. He's telling us to get in position. He's telling us to show up at the battle. But the good news is that he's with us. He's moving before us. And he's going to defeat our enemies. We have to do our part, though. We have to do our part. Pray, fast, stand, believe, declare the word of the Lord, walk in victory, walk from a place of anointing, from a place of victory, not from defeatism, not from fear, not from allowing the en- feeling overwhelmed, looking at the enemy and saying, oh my gosh, the enemy's too powerful. Oh my gosh, there's no justice. Oh my gosh, how are we gonna beat this thing? No, that's not what they did. Once they got the word of the Lord That was it. In faith, they walked in the place of victory from the place of victory. And then when they got to the battlefield, lo and behold, the enemies had already fought each other and killed each other. And the battle was the Lord's and the people walked in complete victory. Woo! I'm telling you guys, this is something right here, okay? Lots and lots of takeaways from this. Praise him in the storm. Worship him in the middle of the storm. Give him the glory for what he's going to do, even though he hasn't done it in the natural yet. Give him the glory for what he's about to do. Remember who we serve. We serve the king of glory. Remember this nation has been founded on the principles of the word of God. It's time for us to repent, to turn back to our, to our founding fathers. You know, intention, this was a land that was covenanted to the Lord. This is your, wor- your, your nation, Lord. We're meant to send out people to get people saved and set free and healed and delivered, missionaries, sending them out from America, not sending out pornography, not sending out abortion, not sending out immorality, okay? So we have things we need to do here, okay? We, we need to turn back to the ways of the Lord. We need to repent. We've been talking about those things, right? But this story here shows us that God fights our battles and by the way, he wins them. He wins them. We, we walk from a place of victory. We come from a place of victory. We go to, to places victorious. That's who we are. We're, we're literally, listen, we're, we're moving and, and taking back the territory for the kingdom of God from a position of strength, not a position of weakness. Come on. We're, we're, you're, listen, if you're in a trial right now, you are coming from a position of strength. You are coming from a position of victory. That's who we are as people of God. The King Jehoshaphat, even though they were fearful and they saw the three armies joining against them, they received the word of the Lord. And instead of feeling doom and gloom and we're so done and we're so defeated, they started praising him, not for what he had done yet, but for what he was about to do. And that's where we're at right now. We're gonna praise you, Lord, not for what you've done, although you've done amazing things and we praise you for what you've done. But in this particular situation, This is faith. We're seeing it in faith. We know that you're moving on our behalf and you're about to move in this particular situation and we're coming from a place of victory. We're coming from a place of victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought that was a powerful story and I just wanted to share it. And the big part about it too was that the enemy's camp was confused and they ended up literally destroying each other. And that's what I'm believing is gonna happen right now. I think two things prophetically that the Lord is speaking to me. Number one is I think there's gonna be people that were historically on the other side that are gonna come over and there's gonna be unlikely partn- partnerships. Unlikely partnerships, meaning people that maybe were on BLM side or maybe were on, you know, and, and all these uh, you know divisions and the different things that the deep state has tried to do in dividing us and using these NGOs and using these narratives and everything. What I believe the Lord is, sh- is showing me right now is there's going to be people from BLM there's gonna be people from Antifa, there's gonna be people that you would think historically are people that would not like us. And there's gonna be something that the Lord does in a miraculous way through his grace and mercy to bring some of these historic, uh, what you would think, enemies to come in alignment. It's an unlikely alliance. But I believe the Lord is waking up certain people and they're the most unlikely of people. Hallelujah. The Lord has showed me this, and we have to be ready to understand this because this has never been a political battle. This has always been a supernatural battle of light versus darkness. There's going to be unlikely alliances. There's going to be people that we thought would never come around that that the Lord is going to wake up suddenly, And, and we have to understand just like the apostle Paul was killing Christians, was persecuting Christians, Okay, was the least likely person to ever come around. And he had a Damascus Road encounter and all of a sudden he becomes uh, the poster child for for standing for righteousness and holiness and literally wrote all these books in the Bible. Think about that. That was a Damascus Road. It was an unlikely thing. I believe we're going to see unlikely situations like that where people that were historically and typically enemies, that the Lord is going to turn it around for his glory and that all of a sudden there's going to be unlikely alliances for the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I'm believing that the enemy's camp is gonna be confused, confusion in the enemy's camp, that there's gonna be disorder, confusion, fighting amongst themselves, and that it's gonna cause a split, it's gonna cause a catastrophic damage in the enemy's camp. They're gonna be so confused, and they're gonna have so much division in their camp that they're gonna start fighting one another, and the people of God are gonna walk in and just victoriously take this thing back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I know that's a lot and I know it sounds crazy and people are going to say, well, how in the world is any of that going to happen? How in the world is that going to happen? Well, it's just like this situation here with King Jehoshaphat. The people of God looked at the three armies and said, there's no way. It's impossible. They look too big. How in the world is that going to happen? But God, but God, see the word of the Lord was given. People walked in, in faith. They stood, they praised, they praised him in the middle of the storm. They fasted, they did what they were supposed to do, they showed up, they went to the battle, they didn't cave, they didn't capitulate, they didn't get hunkered down in their house, they didn't run, they didn't do any of that stuff. They didn't feel defeated, they didn't allow depression to take root, they didn't allow any of that stuff to happen. What they said is the word of the Lord has has been given, we're going to receive it, we're going to walk in the victory, we're going to walk from a place of victory, and from anointing we're going to go, we're going to show up on the battlefield, but guess what, God is going to fight the battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is speaking. God is moving. It's imperative, important, crucial, critical that we spend time in the secret place and that we get the word of the Lord. It's, in, it's imperative that we're hearing from God right now because it's very easy. I can easily just do another news broadcast. I can walk through the headlines, but it's, it's critical, crucial, and important that the people of God understand this very important time where we walk from a place of victory. We are moving, we're walking, we're standing. We're doing this all from a place of strength, not a place of weakness. Why? Because we've got the God of heaven and earth on our side. He is the one that fights our battle. We do have to show up. We've got to do our part. We've got to do everything that we can. We've got to, we've got to you know, make sure that we're in obedience. Faith without works is dead. We've got to be activated. we got to get out there. We've got to stand. We've got to do the great commission, all that. Getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered, all that. But at the end of the day, we've got to understand that God goes before us. And so praise him in this situation. Praise him from a place of victory because the word of the Lord is complete victory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Just worship him, saints. Thank you, God. You're worthy. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Worthy is your name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now listen, before we go here. Okay, before we go, I'm going to go ahead and read this word one more time because somebody needs to receive this. You, you may you might have heard it, but you may you may not have received it. So I'm going to I'm going to speak this. Now, put this in your situation. Whatever you're going through, your job, your finances, your marriage, whatever it is where there's a challenge right now, okay? I want I'm a, this is speaking over your situation. This is the word of the Lord for today. Very important you get this, okay? Now this says, listen, King Jehoshaphat. I'm gonna say, listen, you, okay? And all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, listen to this word. This is what the Lord says. You hear? You ready? You ready for this? Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. Here's where they're gonna be. He says, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord that he's gonna give you. Woo! Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Listen, if you receive that word today, go to 2 Chronicles 2. Read the entirety of, of chapter 20. Understand your inheritance. God has given us this nation this nation has been given to the Lord. If you're not in America, that's okay. You know what? Then, then call upon the name of the Lord for Israel. Call upon the name of the Lord for Germany. Call upon the name of the Lord for Canada. Call upon the name of the Lord for the UK. Call upon the name of the Lord for France. Call upon the name the... Whatever country you're at, declare it. But the truth is, is that the ecclesia, the body of Christ, the real church, the blood-bought church, is walking from a place of victory not defeat. We are walking from a place of victory, not defeat. And that's how the word of the Lord is complete victory. That's how the word of the Lord is complete victory because we are not walking. We're not praying. We're not standing from a place of defeat. We're standing from a place of victory. And that's how the word of the Lord can be complete victory for the righteous remnant. Amen. I hope that you got what I got from this word today, because I'll tell you, this one rocked me. And some days I'm better at explaining it than others. I might not have explained it as good as I would like to, but I, I pray that if you read this chapter and you have this revelation, you're gonna see there are key points here that we can embrace and understand that the battle belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not our battle to fight. We need to show up we need to stand firm. We don't go into our house and cave. We don't capitulate. We don't bow down to the Nebuchadnezzar and the idols of this world. We stand firm on the promise of God, but the word of the Lord is complete victory and he's gonna get us through and he's gonna fight this battle. Unlikely alliances, unlikely alliances and confusion in the enemy's camp. And I believe we're gonna see complete victory because we're coming from a place of victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.